Yo, ladies and gentlemen. Swaggin', we out here. Shout out to the beautiful ladies at the beach. You know, the Atlantic Ocean. Shout out to all the beautiful ladies in the cold out here. 25 degrees in New York City. Welcome to episode 8 of Mogul Talk. Episode 8, season finale. We out here. Eight weeks of giving you that content, that fire every week on (laughs) Wednesdays. uh, As a special episode for the season finale, we've got a special guest for you. Very excited to have her. Woo! Shout her out. Shout her out. Uh, Shout out to Kara Smith from the Side of Style. Yes. We're happy to have you here with us today. Happy to be here. And not only do we have a guest, we have our first live audience. Live audience, bro. There's a whole squad out here. We're about to hit it from every angle. Wow, did you just say you tried to hit it from every angle? I said we're going to hit it from every You got to be sensitive about those things. Nah, man, you got to please every side. (laughs) All day, every day. All day, every day. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, it's crazy. All right, so we're we're here for episode eight. Oh, um, by the way, I, I go by the name of Kevin. Oh, uh, King yeah, I forgot my name. Uh, King Jules, out here alive in the flesh. Um, episode 8, we're just going to have that, you know, mogul talk like we do every week. Uh, we can kind of start off and just like, um, Kara, you know, like, tell us about yourself, you know, who you are. Um, you know, we can start off from there. Well, cool. hold on, before we get there, let, let's tell you what mogul talk is. It's for Hub. For people trying to get the entrepreneurship game on. So that's why we just need your advice on this game. We trying to come up in the world just like you are. And everybody else. And that's what we're trying to spread that knowledge to everybody else. So anytime you get, throw them gems out there. Mm-hmm. If they just come to mind. Okay. Can do. Uh, my name's Kara. Uh, Kara Smith. And I run the side of style. It's basically just like a hub for everything beauty, fashion, and lifestyle. And I interview a lot of cool up-and-coming people, entrepreneurs, actresses, models, you name it. Um, it's just like a great space to get in the minds of, of all these people that we follow on Instagram, just daily, everywhere. So with that being said, um, what kind of, why, where did you get the idea for the side of style and why, you know, the side of style, why did you choose to go into the fashion industry? Like, was it your passion or was it something that you it was honestly just more of a hobby. Um, I started it one summer between my freshman and sophomore year of college, and I was bored. Um, and I actually just started finding clothes because I was interested in designers. Um, and I kind of gained a following from that and then went from there. Cool, cool. Um, so with the side of style, can you describe what type of brand it is? Um, I know for me, from my perspective, I see it as like kind of like a lifestyle brand, a style brand, kind of like just pushing the boundaries of like everyday fashion but also trying to like be high-end and stuff like that yeah uh that's basically that's exactly how i would describe it um it's just like a lifestyle blog and brand um and it has it's definitely got a um like luxurious edge i i suppose but it's we also like to include some humor and just relatable things in there too now uh recently I, i heard you guys like um installed like a new editor in chief for um side of style yeah we did i'm gonna shout her out her name's alexa santori um we've been working together on some new projects super exciting so cool cool, cool. so uh with that uh <laughs> <laughs> um, that, no. how important is having like uh another part of the company 
helping you run it with someone else, is it easier doing it with someone else or are you glad? Would you happily do it alone? Um, or what like, lane are you trying to go through? For the longest time, I was happiest doing it alone. Um, I honestly am like a very independent and kind of just not not outgoing person, I suppose. Okay. Um, so I was comfortable kind of doing all the work by myself, but I've known Alexa for a year since the beginning of college, and she's seen me, like, develop this site. Um, she's, like, had a firsthand, like, experience to this, and uh, she's really good at beauty and editing. She's an excellent writer, and it just kind of made sense, and we kind of <laughs> just started working together. And honestly, we have to learn how to work together because as much as we like doing things by ourselves, we can only go so far by yeah. ourselves and she's helped me push it even further i i feel like uh i'm at that point i kind of realized that last night um mm -hmm. after uh 11 11 that i need to like let loose and let more people take control and like handle things and that i'm not alone um yeah like most definitely yeah um like if you guys came to our show last night we had like an excellent addition she was a big help, making sure putting every artist online. Yeah, definitely. Making sure that everybody was on stage at some, um, on time. Make sure I was on stage on time. Mm -hmm. You know, she was definitely like, uh, and it not being uh, relying on just you. Mm -hmm. uh, it it, it uh, went very seamlessly. It a lot of weight. Yeah, it does. And I like I like the fact that like the door ran super smooth last night. We had like an amazing team working the door. Shout out to Allison and Sade and Alexa and all the impromptu people who got thrown in there to help us out. Christian. Um, Christian. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> For like two seconds. Um, I, I actually went, walked up to him and I was like, yo, bro, like, can you just like watch the front while I run outside? And he was like, I was already doing that. I was like, all right, cool. That's like perfect. I don't have to ask you. Um, so with that, um, so I pretty much like think for you, what would be your tips for somebody who's trying to like start their own brand? Like, uh, what, like, if you were talking to your younger self and like before you started the side of style, mm -hmm. like, what would you tell yourself to kind of like give them some, some um, tips? Two immediately come to mind, and I think that those would be to really just be interested in what you're doing. That's the most important, first and foremost. And second is to stay consistent. Um, and whether it's you're putting content out there or you're delivering something to people um, about your brand, stay consistent. Don't disappear. Um, people like consistency. It's really key. That's, yeah, that's very true. Now, how do you, like, for me, I, I know that I troll, like, the internet all day, every day, trying to find <laughs> content to, like, put out. Um, I feel like T-Mobile's tired of me because I keep exceeding the unlimited data of LTE. And That's the only one doing that. Yo, yeah, I do that all the time. Everybody's doing that. It's, it's like, bro, if it's unlimited, why is there a limit to all the good data that I have? And then you got to knock me down, like, 2G speeds after that. Like, it's, it's not really fair. Yeah, the 2G's rough. Yeah. But then Verizon is just so expensive, bro. Mm -hmm. Help us out. Help a brother out. Make that one better great again. Metro PCS. <laughs> wow. No. That's, that's like having Boost Mobile. How many people you know out here rocking Boost Mobile? You know. Cricket Wireless. Like. <laughs> Tim Jones is coming out with a mobile uh, network called BL Mobile, Vamp Life Mobile. Okay. And like he said, like, you should be seeing some Vamp Life Mobile uh, huts or shit, stores near you. Now, what is like, what is the branding gonna be for Vamp Life Mobile? <laughs> I don't know about staying awake all the time. I guess. 
I, I just think that like what would you say to like people who are trying to like come up and is it faster to like be fake and then you know have that appeal of like maybe outrageousness even though it's not yourself and then get really high really big and then it all crashes down like do you think it's worth it for um, being fake and hopefully like trying to faster or do you think just keeping it organic i think that there's some there's some good to like the faking it till you make it kind of phrase um don't go overboard with that um but i think that really trying to be original and true to yourself and then grow slowly over time um those numbers just so so show so much better mm-hmm. um numbers are almost boring. everything they, yeah. they really are like when you can see that big ass number yeah they, people get excited at that no, very true. Mm-hmm. I think and you touched on a good point of, like, trying to keep it, like, just true and, like, organic. Like, I feel it's very easy in, like, the digital age for the things that you work on not be so organic with, like, the changing landscape of social media content management and, like, digital advertising and digital marketing and stuff like that. It's, like, it's so easy for you to see the numbers, but mm-hmm. then are those, those people genuine? Are they really following you? Right. Just follow you or they just, like, hitting a like button because they want to get a follow back or they want to build their numbers, exactly. too. Um, I feel like it's kind of like a numbers game where you're like yeah. passing off like likes and like follows just so everybody can build their numbers, but there's not like real followers anymore. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, a lot of times people forget with Instagram the point um, is to create great content that people like. Of course, those numbers are important, but um, to have those translate and have them be real traffic, like to your website or whatever your driving force mm-hmm. is, um, and not just. 300 likes on a picture now with the side of style um because you guys have to like consistently be updating your website and your landscape mm-hmm. or do you manage your website or do you have like an or do you outsource like the work i personally managing? i personally manage the website um so i publish the stories um twice a week and then do any updating in between that okay um, but yeah I, it's really just the team of two now do you have like a background in like web design and stuff like that or um, is it just, like, i don't at all i just i did a lot of Tumblr that same summer. Oh my gosh, yeah, Tumblr. Tumblr. Um, so I kind of got familiar with a lot of HTML and some CSS. So I just picked that up. From That's like foreign language to me. I don't know <laughs> what the hell that is. It's a good I language. Like you have to use those Yo, MySpace. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. Shout out to that. my top eight. Like, yeah. two of y'all are in here that was in my top eight at one point in time. So shout out to you, Kevin and Allison. I was going to Yeah. You didn't have a MySpace? Oh, well, I don't know. MySpace died like freshman year of high school. I still have it. That's when it was like the last year. But not even like. That's crazy. I wish I could. No, honestly, I've been trying to get access to my MySpace. Because I had some really good fire playlists going on. Like, yo, Water Runs, Water Runs Dry by Boys to Men was like my top song. And as soon as you click my profile, it was that song with like the New York Giants logo and then like mad pictures of just like random ass people. It was probably trash, but I still want to see it. MySpace was a great place for expression. Yeah. Yeah. That was a really great website. definitely, like, killed that. Yeah, it's a little bit more just, like, cut and dry. Cut and dry, yeah. 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 Shout out to Tom. He was great. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I actually heard, didn't Justin Timberlake buy Porsche, yeah, he did, yeah. And now, like, MySpace is, like, more of, like, an artist platform for, like, upcoming artists, which is cool. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't find too many people using it. 
I don't. It's not as effective as SoundCloud. I don't. I mean, nothing could be more effective than SoundCloud. Their model is like literally perfect. Their app is terrible. Their app is terrible. Never they need to it. update that app. Like, What's the, app what are the problems with it? It's, it's not even the problems. Like, the functionality should be so much better. Like, like if you like exit out and try to go back to a song, it'll start from the beginning. From the very beginning. If you want that? Like, it'll reset automatically. Like, you don't want that. You can't go in, like, say, for instance, you want to go and follow someone. Like, say, for instance, you go on my page and you can see the, the people I follow or who follow me. Like, you can't go and, like, follow them. It's not, like, user-friendly in terms of, like, a okay. follower's platform and, yeah. like, connecting yeah. with people, which it should be because that's what people do on SoundCloud on, like, the regular website. Um, and, like, that's why I feel like they're dying or they were. They, like, got saved. But mm-hmm. they, um, they definitely update the app. They need to pretty much, like, put on most of the users they have, which are, like, DJs and, like, people really just trying to um, make beats and stuff like that, they need to, like, make that show out more somehow, some way. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's not just about the industry. Cause, like, that's why, like, they're kind of dying because of the money that's trying to go to regular artists. To, like, it's kind of going pop, away. Yeah. You know? But it really shouldn't be about them. It should be about people trying to come up. Exactly. That's who they need to focus on. And it doesn't seem just trying to, like, stick it to the... Like, not stick it to the man. Up by the man, yeah. The I think you one thing too is like, I feel like a lot of these platforms are not friendly to those people who are trying to come up, you know what I mean? Like, you think of like how the Instagram algorithm is always changing, or like Twitter uh, and like yeah. Tumblr, it's like it's always benefiting the people who have already have the 10,000, 15,000, right. 40,000 followers. They are the ones that come up. They get all the special features, like the swipe right. up from the Insta story yeah. or stuff like that. And it's like, well, what about those other people who are trying to build their brand and try to do the same things? It's like, wow, we can't have do anything without having a certain number or, right. you know, it's kind of messed up. And like, I feel like it's we can't eat as good as we want to because of the fact that they're not appealing to us. Yeah, no, they're not giving the perks to, I guess, not to say like the smaller people, but the smaller accounts and the people that are working to do mm-hmm. that. Um, and they should give them the tools. Yeah, to do that totally. without a doubt. I think we should start a platform for like... That's equal for all. Yes. We should start <laughs> a union, bro. That would be fire. Oh, what kind of union? Like a union? No, a union <laughs> for like <laughs> niggas on the come up. And that would be the mission statement. If you are a nigga on a come up and you are trying to build a brand, <laughs> come and join us. <laughs> yo, we, yo, we Imagine can hook you up. <laughs> yo, my guy, we can hook you up with the discounts on Henny bottles, bro. The blunt wraps could be on us, okay? You just pay a one-time membership fee, all right? That's Once, not a half bad idea. It's not. <laughs> Actually, okay. What if they um, want like? No, that's being picky. That's yeah. That's being picky. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. No, about I mean one. like that's why like you know Metro Boomin, not Metro Boomin, uh, Southside wants to start union for producers. Cause, like producers are really. It's crazy. Like nowadays, like producers are the ones that make the songs, and they don't get the same recognition. I don't think. No, without a doubt. Like at all, especially now nowadays. Like um, that's why a union should be made for them, so that they can be protected. Mm-hmm. But like a lot, a lot of money should be going to them. They should be like. More so richer than the artists. I mean, typically, like the producers are normally engineers too, so they always end up going to like an engineers union or something like I that. Um, you can kind of get into like the bigger ones, but 
it's it's kind of like hard to get into those and you also have to have like a certain number of years of experience to do it um i, I feel like with like the producers and like beat makers type of thing it's there's not a union which there should be but it's also like i don't think the industry has recognized them as this like like beat makers as as a whole mm-hmm. because it's like producers you think of like quincy jones um you think of uh rick rubin you think of um timberland. timberland you know like those guys who are like producers producers but then you have like metro Boomin, he's a producer but he's more so a beat maker like he's not producing the whole record he's sequencing the beats like right, sunny right. digital is sequencing the beats all these guys are sequencing beats but then they give them like producer label because yeah, it's fun. Hmm. Uh, so, like, what do you think about like the current state of like fashion? Recently, they, I think a list came out about it's like who are the most influential in fashion? Kanye. Number one was Kanye. I think number two was Nick. Kanye. Mm-hmm. Um, how is it like? It's no longer like Michael Jordan. Like even Jordans don't really matter anymore. People want other types of shoes, like uh, Adidas or like Kanye shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, like that shift. I think it's a it's a small shift. I mean, people following Jordan and Michael Jordan, um, he was just like a celebrity that people looked up to, and it's kind of the same, but it just kind of shift shift to, shifted to artists, um, and people just I, I think music is such a big part of our, our culture right yeah. now, and people admire um, whether they acknowledge it or not what people what artists are wearing, mm-hmm. um, and if they do a collab with a brand, that brand is immediately going to get a resurgence. Um, I've noticed that for sure. It's crazy though, like what Kanye did with Kanye Forever 21, mm-hmm. dress uh, clothes, H&M, Gap, American Eagle. It all is now like flannels or like long tees, you know. Mm-hmm. I feel like I know, zipped up with um, uh, pants. I think the, all the culture vulture the brands, rib, the ribs and shit, are the ones that like are like uh, Forever 21. Yeah, like fast fashion. Yeah, fast yeah, fashion, yeah. like. They're all the ones that are going after that that Kanye look and mm-hmm. like, um, I was watching a, re- a documentary like not too long ago, but it's like a hip hop documentary and like hip hop's influence on fashion, mm-hmm. and you realize like how, we're pretty much not even just like hip hop, but just like let's say let's be honest, like people of color we are fashion. If it wasn't for us, like <laughs> there wouldn't be any trends. Like yeah. if it wasn't for us, you wouldn't catch that girl walking down the street in Timberlands that. Or hoop or like, earrings, like simple. Hoop, simple hoop earrings or wearing Tommy Hilfiger or mm-hmm. things like that. Like, we are the ones that made those brands popular. You know, like, mm-hmm. you think about it, like, how many people really knew about, like, small brands like Fear of God or, like, um... Kiss. Yeah. Kiss, yeah. yeah like, but... But what about Polo? Polo. No, Polo, like... I mean, Nautica, come on, look at little Yachty. He has a whole sponsor, yeah. sponsorship based yeah. off of it. True Religion. True Religion is terrible. True oh Religion? True, when did worst. True Religion die? It's, it died, like, last week, recently. Like, <laughs> like, I think they filed they bankruptcy. bankruptcy, like, earlier this year. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, it's a good thing, because they're, they're, like, the worst jeans I've ever seen. I've had a few pairs, and they're actually comfortable. I think the... And they were popular. You have to get the not obnoxious 
I feel, I feel like also like the whole hood wore true religion jeans and yeah. they were wearing like boot cut true religion jeans and thought that it was acceptable with the yeah, boots or those. like the Tim's I... and it was like bruh like you shouldn't be out here in boot cut jeans <laughs> damn you was one of those bruh I'm sorry I still love you though I still got some snoops yeah it's it's weird I'm wearing them at the next show nah, I, uh, no honestly I would pay money to see that Coming in like yo, a straight 2009 like true religion jeans, polo boots, like a polo sweater, a fitted, and nah nah nah, a fitted. I never, I never. Nah nah, but like that's 2009. Everybody had the fitted on back then. In 2009? Like 2008, 2009. Yeah, you're right. right. That was a look. Yeah, 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 you're right, you're right. And then it was snapbacks. Snapbacks. And now it's dad hats. Yeah. Wow. I love dad hats. Dad hats are nice. They're wicked. Mm-hmm. Definitely started popping. And now everybody just puts any little piece of, any little picture, and it's fly. Yo, it's fly. Like, even the We Are Roundtable dad hat. It's pretty fly. Yo, it is. Mm-hmm. I looked at the it the other blue. day. <laughs> it smashed blue? in my it's closet. <laughs> I need to find, like, make some room. Um, so, my question is, because I, like, I try to be, like, a fashion buff myself. Mm-hmm. I try. Um, but, like, me, I feel like sometimes I feel like I try to be ahead of the curve on certain things. Like, um, I always, like, you know, reading GQ, trying to stay up on, like, um, the men's fashion trends. But, like, mm-hmm. what do you, how do you, like, landscape, like, the upcoming trends for, like, different brands or different looks, you know? Like, um, what is your, like, process for, like, finding those things? Like, what, where do I think brands are going? Or how do I shop? Like Yeah, like how, like, how do you shop, pretty much? Um, I have to say, for the most part, I really don't follow trends. Um, I just really wear what's comfortable. Or, like, what I happen to see. I'm not what's... I mean, some, I mean, of course, we all follow trends. Um, of course. Like, everyone's wearing, like, things that are more fitted now versus, like, the flares, like, in, like a decade ago. Yeah. Um, so, of course, I'm, like, fitting in that regard. But um, I kind of just like wear, if I just happen to see something, I'll just do it if it's comfortable. And that's the most important. Do it if it's comfortable. That's like what uh, I like that. ASAP Rocket think he had a, was it a GQ interview? Mm-hmm. Or something. But he was like, they asked him about like, um, how, how did someone stay like up to date fashion? Like, it doesn't matter what you wear. Just if it's your style, you, you mm-hmm. gotta rock it well. And then, exactly. then it's no problem. You can't like look dumb in your own style. <laughs> rock out you do it yeah it should be no problem no for sure like if there's a trend that you're not if you really don't like but you're just doing it to do it mm-hmm. like the clothes are gonna wear you and you're just not you're gonna look uncomfortable facts yeah facts. you're gonna look out of place you're yeah look like a bum bitch <laughs> 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 I, I don't even know like the palm trees is just waving there's no direction it's going everywhere uh, something I've like noticed about recently is like I think fashion is also going towards a more Androgynous mm-hmm. uh, yeah. trend, like it's more unisex clothing in terms of any you could any a guy could kind of wear something that is woman and it'll look fine and yeah. vice versa. And like, you also have like your young thugs who ninety percent of his clothing is woman. He's like it just fits better. Yeah, and it's fly. You got uh, the Migos rocking the blouses. Yo, the <laughs> Migos, whoever styles them, are probably like top tier. Yeah, like and then they always like. They're not matching fits, but they're just like coordination they just are to a cohesive. Team. Yeah. Like 
Yo, then look at the BET Awards with the shirts and then the gold chain. Yeah. And then Quavo was about to get up and screw up with Joe Budden. Shit was about to get real. <laughs> Throwback. Throwback. So, uh, my, my, like, my question would be, so, like, with regard to, like, fashion or indoor, just as a business in general, like, mm-hmm. how do you go about building a strong personal brand? Um, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I just, (laughs) uh, I, I pay attention to what the readers and followers like. Um, I'm really big on analytics. Analytics are great. If you're not into that already, you should get on that. Um, Can you talk about like what analytics are for the people who don't know? Yeah. Who listen to this? (laughs) Of course. Um, analytics are basically (laughs) anything, um, I mean, Instagram has a little, um, like data chart in the corner now and that's basically an analytics button and it tells you um, like how responsive your followers are how many people you've engaged versus your likes people that have saved your posts um, and it's just like a way of seeing what your audience is responding to um, so if you notice one post does weaker than the other and you look at it and you're like oh yeah maybe that's because that's like a low res pick or that was like not interesting for a video like you can see what changes you need to make. Um, the same with the website. You can see um, there's a great button like for behavior, and you can just see where people came in from. And I always love seeing like how like what link they like got to. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's important to like track that, and then it's like okay, they're going here. Like let me focus my energy on this. Um, so just like a lot of analytics studying. And that's also great because like you can get that tool if you don't have like 10,000 followers. Yeah, yeah. Kind of keep track and know what, like what see. content you're putting out is really good. And what's I mean, not. if you give that, then you just gotta work a little bit. Yeah. Get the next step, you know. That's the same thing with like YouTube. Like, once you get 10,000 followers, that's when you're like in like the realm of like, you know, up and coming mm-hmm. and like a little bit more focused. Also, you get more. Yeah, you get more press. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, how I think this is super important as like um, an up and coming business is I feel like a lot of times we end up doing things for free or we're putting in work and we're not getting any monetary kind of compensation for things and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, how do you turn your business or turn what you're doing with your brand into like a money? Um, well, specifically for the side of style, um, it's a blog. So like the website is our main tool. Mm-hmm. Um, so we basically, we monetize by, um, our main one is affiliate links. Um, There are tons of services online if you're a blogger to basically affiliated links are um, you you signing up for like this said like website or whatever like I use skim links um, and they give you a code for any links that you use and they have like it's your snippet so they know that they came from you. And if you sell something, like for example, if somebody buys like a hundred dollar sweater at Barney's that we linked, um, we get like fifteen dollars of the sale. Oh wow! Um, so that's kind of how we do make money with this, and people will read people's stories and their product link products linked, and we kind of just like just for bringing that their attention to that and giving directing business to them, we get a like a piece of the pie. So. That's actually pretty dope. Yeah, and ad space as well. So now, and I'm working a little bit more on that. That's something I want to get into, a, like another realm in in the future. Now, I feel like with ad space, it's trying not to. I feel like a lot of companies try to 
so hungry for money that they could look up what they mm-hmm. and they give pretty much their whole website away for ad space right and it, it, it really hinders the user experience mm-hmm. and people are just it's just like you don't want to go to the like i wouldn't want to go to a website like that mm-hmm. um so you really have to pick those carefully you really only want to like pick something that you would recommend yourself mm-hmm. to your clients or yeah to your people if you don't feel like it's something that you agree with it, but oh, it'll make you money, you really shouldn't do it. You're Cause selling then it's out. Inorganic. Yeah, no, you know? totally. Doing it for all the wrong reasons. All the wrong reasons. Facts and gems. Yo, say that again. <laughs> gems. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's it's very true. Um, I, I think for us, um, obviously for the music business, it's we have to try our best to try to figure out like how to monetize. Um, you know, whether you're doing live shows and events and hosting those events um to you know selling beat content to selling music to selling merchandise so for us it's like kind of got to tap into every type of mon- like, you know, revenue stream that we can get into because it's like not everything is going to be consistent you know the promotions are not going to be consistent the yes. merchandise sales are not going to be consistent so it's always trying to find a new way to create revenue Look at this. Look at this. Using your business uh, economics degree. Uh, it'd be crazy, bro. Like, round table, like, ever goes up. Then we start doing, like, touring. Bro. And shit. I always said this. I, I'm so hyped about it. Like, the day <laughs> that we get to go on a tour, I'm probably going to, like, run around, like, a block ten times. I'm going to be so excited. <laughs> we need, like, a Sean Kingston, you know, to, like, pop off. Like, Sean take Kingston? Take us around the world. Like, I don't want a Sean Kingston getting jumped by everybody in the music industry <laughs> on my label. <laughs> you're right, you're right, you're right. We had popping ass music though. Yo, for real, for real. I think I don't know what happened. I feel like you know in the music industry, I feel like all these like artists become baby thugs out of nowhere. Like Sean Kingston, Soldier Boy, Chris Brown. Yeah, everybody just like wants to square up. And it's like, bro, why y'all fighting? Y'all niggas got money. What y'all fighting over? Like, oh no, he got jumped for his chain, right? Yeah. In a club by somebody. That's what they was fighting over. I don't remember. I didn't know about that. Yeah, that's tough. Wow. Maybe they're just all angry, man. Maybe the, the music industry is just like the fucking Hollywood industry. They're all just getting like, you know, fucked up in terms of like assault and shit. And abused and stuff yeah. like that. Definitely. I feel like uh, the Hollywood. That's in like every industry. Yeah. It's in every industry. I feel like. It's up to us. I feel like, yes, it's up to us to be vocal about it. I feel like if we kind of like segue into like what's been recently happening. um, It's bad out there. It's really bad. You know, everyone is really coming forward and talking about, you know. Which is good. Which is good. Everybody's talking about it. But coming forward and talking about their stories and their experiences and dealing with like bigger names in Hollywood and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Kind of messed up. I'm glad that, like, it sucks that, like, you know, Louis C.K., Kevin Spacey, like, their careers are over. But it's great that it's actually, it's something, something was said and something was done about it. Mm-hmm. Like, they're being it. held accountable. For yeah, exactly. Because you must be. If not, mm-hmm. that's not how change occurs. And so that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, the one, although I don't know how Donald Trump's not held accountable. But... Ugh. <laughs> uh, yeah. That topic is rough. Yeah, Donald Trump. Um, (laughs) 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 Um, But no, for real, um, I definitely think it's super important that everybody's coming forward and talking about these things. Um, I feel like we 
get so comfortable with like seeing people in power um and we just put them on that pedestal and like oh we don't expect them uh, kind of to be in those positions like i think the thing the one that la reed bro la reed yeah i mean that's the name um i didn't hear about that who was the guy oh george Taki. Um, george Taki. that threw me george Taki. Yeah, george Taki. he was an actor he was from like yeah, star, star trek, trek. um the asian dude but he was like a gay kind of flamboyant guy but he, and like recently, um, he he was like, wasn't he like a Sweet Life of Zach or Cody or something like that? Oh no. He was like on some Disney show, but. Yeah, yeah, he has a really deep voice. I was just very surprised by that. Um, because it's like, I don't know. I didn't have any connection to like um, Louis C.K. or like Kevin Spacey or yeah. any other names, but like him, I, I knew I was familiar with his work. I saw him, you know, like speak out for, you know, Glad campaigns and stuff mm. like that, and I was just like, wow, like even him is like he's up there, you yeah. know, amongst these names, and it's like, who's really safe out here? No um, one. I even Terry Crews. Yo, Terry Crews, bro, that what was happened? messed up. You didn't hear about Terry Crews? What is? Yeah. Some executive just came out to it. It was Harvey Weinstein, but it was like, he made an accusation um, on Harvey Weinstein because he said that Harvey Weinstein like walked up to him and groped him. It wasn't him. It was another guy. But they, they Not recently. It was. They said it was Harvey Weinstein. It was like two accounts. It wasn't. Wasn't it? Harry Cruz. Yes. It wasn't Harvey Bro, Weinstein. Bro, all right. Y'all, I'm thinking. He abused women, not men. I mean, I wouldn't put a pass on the abused men. And but he, oh I, my it's, God. It's, it's public knowledge. It's not him though. It's Adam something. It's like Adam or something, and like he just went up to him and grabbed him by his dick. Hopefully, like. If that ever happens to me, my girl slaps me. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, like saying the name also, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, you never hear that from men, right? No, that's good. We got a live studio audience for a reason. We out here spreading knowledge. No. No, yeah, it's it's messed up. Yes, it is real. It exists. Don't do it, guys. Don't. Um, but in other words, um, just praise God. Hallelujah. Everything is better with Him in your hands. Stay woke, bro. <laughs> Yo, honestly, um, this has been a great uh, season of uh, Table Talk. We've talked about some really cool things. Spread some knowledge. Drop some gems for you guys. Um, we're definitely gonna be back this January wait on it it's gonna be fire we're gonna have more guests we're gonna have more fire topics to talk about more fire content to give you more pictures of me and kevin like standing next to each other and like doing cool <laughs> poses looking like gangsters out here also um the ugly christmas sweater pictures are coming soon so wait on those i know y'all want to see that <laughs> yeah, so anticipated. <laughs> so anticipated. Uh, yesterday, you know, people like at the show, like Parker and uh, Darnell, they were saying they were liking like the entrepreneurship aspect of like the show. Oh, know, the show. Young, young niggas trying to come up, you know. Honestly, because there's the there's no. I feel like there's no reference point for us. I feel like all of our reference points are either really really old or they're like people who are in like really high positions and like they're not willing to talk to somebody there. And I'm not to say that like we're in high positions but it's like for there's somebody who like I, we said this at the beginning of the season there's somebody out there that is not at the level that we 
we are at and they want to hear these type of things they want to see somebody who's like on their level relatable you know talking about the, the tips that they need to succeed yeah um and the most important tip is that it starts with you you are the tip <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. That's fake news. Nah, this is not fake news. Sometimes I'm type nervous, man. Why? I don't know. You just gotta go for it. Alright, you go first. You dropping the beat. Uh. Uh. Sunday and not the sunny days, uh, and I always like them rainy days and the rainy ways, 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 <laughs> ways, ways, uh, yes, but I'm not about the freestyle, and no, I'm not about free child labor in foreign <laughs> countries where kids are being abused for no money, yes, <laughs> whoa, bar, heat, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Oh shit. <laughs> yo, you're practically common, G. Wow. Alright. Uh, uh, yo. Yo. Came out the womb with some Tim's on. Cause I'm from New York. You know you get it, son. Yeah, I come back from Queens all day. Go to the strip club, throw what I got paid with. Them singles, yo. Uh, you get it. I got my niggles, yo. Uh, I don't even know. I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> the first two lines are good. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yo, you gotta pick it back up. Alright, yo. Uh, yo. Mm. Shout out to the brothers that we with. What? Trying to come up in the world with this kid. Swag out with shades on. Go to the crib and get my fuck on. With my baby mama, she chilling in the bed. Got her legs all wide and spread. Dive in, call me Trey Songs, baby. We can go all night long, baby. Yeah. Go slow, baby. We get it down, baby. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Hit the high notes. <laughs> call, call me Trey. But yeah, man. Thank you guys for a great season. Thank you, Kara, for, for being here. Um, Thank you to our live studio audience. Uh, catch our show December 9th. December 9th. Um, season. Follow us. We are Roundtable. Follow. It is going to be the holidays. <laughs> Please, guys, if you know about anybody you may want to bring up here, Talk about that grind on, that New York hustle. We'll be happy to have them. Anybody. Well, not just anybody. I don't want your bum-ass crack uncle who sold your P4 to, you know, buy some crack. I don't want him. <laughs> um, December 9th, we got another show in January. Uh, you can follow me, No Church in the City, on Instagram. You can follow me at I'm King Jules on Instagram. And this has been amazing. Shout out to you guys. Shout out to everybody who actually listens, all 15 of you guys. You guys 
a great. Um, we appreciate each and every one of you. Um, we appreciate your texts, your phone calls, your comments, your DM messages. Yes, your DM messages. <laughs> um, um, and yeah, uh, catch us back in January. Thank you guys. This has been Mogul Talk presented by Table Talk Radio. Swag. Peace.